everyone, and welcome back to another episode of We Talk Extensively. I'm Jill. And I'm Maddie. Let's break down our hot takes on this week's sports and pop culture news. Hi, Maddie. Hi, Jill. How are you? I am not handling the heat situation in Calgary very well right now. (laughs) Uh, I know you guys are having like quite the heat wave. Um, I mean, your temperatures are like the same as California this week, which is kind of shocking. Um, We were like 10 degrees warmer than LA in the forecast. Yeah, for this upcoming week, I think like the last week or so has been the same temp, which... I mean, LA is clearly, I feel like more people have become accustomed to the heat versus in Calgary. Nobody is. Yeah. I feel like we just get collectively more miserable in these temperatures. Like this is not enjoyable for anyone who lives like this. (laughs) And AC is like not a big thing in Calgary. So... No, I'm like voluntarily going to the office this week so that I can work in the air conditioning. That's how, that's what it's come down to. (laughs) Voluntary return to work. They tricked us. (laughs) They tricked us. The heat, the heat has tricked us. I mean, it's, we never get it hot this like early. It normally rains like all of June. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not looking forward to the rest of the, the rest of the summer if it's like this. Yeah. How was your how was your friendship date today? It was very nice. Although I walked there in the heat, and oh. um, as you know, I like hate shorts, and it was like not even a mile walk, but I mean like sweating. <laughs> like, hi, I would like to be your friend. I am profusely sweating everywhere. <laughs> um. So, and then I got, like, an ice drink, which I, like, downed in seconds. <laughs> it was just so hot. And then I had to walk back. Um, and then I went to, like, a barbecue this afternoon to watch uh, the Portugal game. Mm. And we stood outside around the barbecue drinking time. And I was like, this is a horrible idea. I am overheating. <laughs> I am wondering how Cristiano Ronaldo felt about being eliminated. Like, if he had drunk the Coke, would that have happened? (laughs) What was the situation there? We actually discussed this. Like, okay, not if he drank Coke, if they would have won. But, like, we discussed how um, he dropped the shares of Coke. And one of the guys was was like, oh, it was only a 5% drop. And I was like, but do you know the network worth of Coke? Like, 5% is a lot of money. Yeah, no kidding. (laughs) When 5% puts you in the billions, that's still a lot. (laughs) Right. Um, You know, I feel bad that they're out. Like, they were the reigning champs. But I assume they're playing in the Olympics. So, like, gear up for next month. Yeah. Because, I mean, obviously, I think the Euros were supposed to go last year and the, and the Olympics, but that didn't happen. So, yeah, um, it's not like this is their last chance at some type of championship this year. 
No, I know. I've been watching all of the different sports, like who's been qualifying for Olympics and who's opting out of it. And there's yeah. like a, a story going around in, in Canada because there's um, a mom who yep. can't may not be able to go because she's still breastfeeding and they won't allow like her child to come with her, even though she is like, there's going to be fans and people in the stands and like, there's not really any restrictions other than like, I can't bring my baby who like needs me to survive kind of thing. Um, So that's really sad that these athletes, I mean, I think we've kind of discussed it before, but I don't know. I think first of all, like the, the fans are only from Japan. I think like, I didn't think they were letting people from other countries, but still like you would think they'd allow one person per athlete to come and fine, make them go through all these testing, maybe make them be vaccinated. I I don't know what the protocol is, but like these athletes from other countries that go to the games and then, I mean, this might be your only shot and you win in front of like nobody that is of importance to you. <laughs> well, I uh yeah, I'm hoping there's a way they can like name her baby to like the coaching staff or something like that. <laughs> like an exemption, but it doesn't like a look good. Baby. Yeah. <laughs> Team mascot. <laughs> yeah. I did hear that story. I think I saw it on TSN or something on Instagram. Um, but it's sad that these athletes are having to make these choices because obviously in any other year she would just be able to go with her child. Yeah. And uh, I mean, I was talking about it with uh, people today and they were like, why are they even having these? And I was like, well, they basically said they need to go forward or else they're going to be in severe debt, which I assume they're going to be anyways. Um, Yeah. I mean, the Olympics is just like, you might as well just accept the debt if you're hosting them, but I don't really know how they're going to get anything. Like they're definitely not going to break even just by hosting from no. Japan, unless and, like because like you're not going to have tons of like hotel stays, food, and the other entertainment that like comes along with it is just going to be gone. Well, and like what merchandise is getting sold? Like only Japan's. Right. <laughs> Does Japan yeah. do well in the Summer Olympics? In like some sports like certainly they are like women's softball is back oh, this yeah, year yeah, yeah. and they're um expected to medal in that um okay. not to be stereotypical but obviously some of the uh like martial arts oh sports, right okay I um, forgot that those table, sports table tennis and and like yeah. ping pong like all those ones are yeah, are big um I think even their gymnastics seems not not actually you're right I think they're pretty good in gymnastics yeah I think they're just like one of those countries that's like one like big enough and two wealthy enough that like they're going to be successful in pretty much any sports because they just have enough people that they can pick good ones and afford to train them so yeah I am excited for the Olympics but it's just kind of a letdown this year with like yeah, the limited not- number of fans. But it's been interesting to follow the trials. I mean, uh, Ryan Lochte did not qualify after his comeback for the U.S. swim team. So we won't have another Rio incident. Yes, probably for the best. I mean, he did have his, like, stint on Celebrity Big Brother after that incident <laughs> as well. So, like, maybe that's a fallback for him. Perhaps. Perhaps. <laughs> Um, not to make this all about sports, what a random topic. (laughs) 
start to the conversation. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> but big news in pop culture this week, Britney Spears has finally spoken out on her conservatorship. Yeah, that was wild listening and reading the the transcript transcript of what she had to say. Like it was hard to like separate the like perception that I have of Britney yeah. that's been curated through her like obviously staged social media. Yeah. And then also like recognizing that she was probably fairly nervous having those conversations. She's never really had the chance to spoke about speak about this before, but man, it was hard to follow along with. Like she was a bit all, all over, over the, the place. place. Yeah. yeah. What I thought was interesting, I, I mean, there was a lot of very shocking and interesting items that came out of this, but like one of them was she kept referring to her family, like not just specifically her dad. Sorry, I'm just laughing at your <laughs> giant water bottle. <laughs> like, it is the size of your body. I didn't realize how big a gallon was when I bought it. <laughs> it doesn't even fit in my fridge upright. I have to like turn it sideways. I love it so much. Anyways, I you need to take a picture to post to our Instagram. <laughs> it also has motivational quotes on it of what time I should be drinking it by. Um, You're very behind sure, today. I'm pretty sure if I drank all of this at one time, like I would probably drown myself internally because <laughs> far too much water. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry to distract. Back to Britney Spears. She kept referring to her family, not just her dad, which obviously her dad has been the main source of everyone's anger because he was the one who like had control, which I guess like questions that I have had specifically like this year. And again, we just need to access the free Britney doc. Like maybe they have the answers, (laughs) but her, the rest of her family, like doesn't seem to be pushing to take over or anything else, but her brother-in-law has spoken out being like, we want her to do well. And like, we're obviously thinking of her and her family's good people basically is what he said today. And I'm just like, "Mm." well, yeah, of course he's going to say that he's on the Britney Britney's budget train, right. but but yeah, I thought it was strange too. Like like Jamie Spears has been kind of the like villain in this yeah. story for a long time, and then like earlier, I don't even know how many months back it was, but there was like a change to the conservatorship where Jamie Lynn, her younger sister, was now able to control the finance yeah. finances part of it. And at the time, people thought, oh, that's great, but now it's been uncovered that she like picked a management company to do that. Who's actually headed by the person who like originally put her on the conservatorship. And so like full circle, like fully wasn't looking out for Brittany's best scenario. I don't really understand what her mom is doing in this situation because like her mom and her dad aren't together anymore. Like they're, they're divorced. And so like, I don't, it's not like you're under his control by any means. So do you really not care about your child enough to like speak up and say something? But yeah, that's like my main question is this seems, uh, uh, I don't know. Like why can't one of them step up and do something about this? Yeah. I think that the part of it that I think 
everyone seemed to find the most shocking was the revelation that she would like to marry her current boyfriend and have yeah. a baby, but she has been like outfitted with a IUD against her will so that she cannot get pregnant, which seems like, like, I don't even know what planet we're on here kind of no. thing. Like I honestly didn't even know that was a thing. And didn't know, I I thought the majority of this, like, conservatorship was to control her finances and, like, make her go to therapy, basically. But that's gotta stop. Like, what are we doing as a society that this is, like, allowed to be controlled by your father? That is weird. Yeah, that is weird. Who's, like, who's responsible for caring for her other two children? Because, like, like, obviously there was some stuff put in place when they were babies, but they... uh, Do they live with her? Who do they live with? I feel like they have joint custody because they've been on her Instagram. Like, maybe not all the time, but they've, I know that they've made, like, appearances on her Instagram. So she has to at least have some form of relationship with them. Yeah, like, I mean, they've, they're, like, 15 years old at this point in time. So they got through living through Britney kind of thing, but right. it says from what I'm seeing is that they do think that most of the time they spend with Kevin Federline. Which like, um, is that a better parenting option? I don't know. Isn't that crazy to think from like way back when, when they first got together that like Kevin Federline would be the, <laughs> the stable choice here. <laughs> no, like it's weird. <laughs> Him with his dreads or his little like cornrows, whatever he had. Yeah, I don't know. That's so strange. But yeah, I mean, it doesn't really look like there's been an outcome from her speaking yet. Like, I think there was certainly shocked with it. I was surprised there really wasn't as much like celebrity standing up for her as I thought. Like, Justin Timberlake did stick his nose in unnecessarily. Um, AJ AJ from the Backstreet Boys, your boy did a TikTok. My boy, yeah, absolutely. Um but there really wasn't a lot of, I don't know, like, people saying things or doing things. Yeah. I don't know really what they can do. Um, but there wasn't as much, like, celeb outrage as I would have expected. Like, everyone who kind of did speak on it was, like, C-list or lower. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, I mean, I think her hope is that this will end Without her, I read something without her having to undergo, like, a therapy session. Right. Yeah. She doesn't want to be evaluated. Right. Right. Which is concerning because, like, uh, if, but, I mean, who knows what's going on, but, like, I would just be, like, if you just need to evaluate me to, like, get me out of this, like. But I'm thinking that why she's concerned about it is the, like is the evaluator impartial I or guess, is this going yeah. to be like, who's, who's picking it? Is it someone from her side? Is it someone from her yeah. conservatorship side? Is it the judge? Like, I, I think that would be hard to find someone yeah. who's like true neutral. I mean, really anywhere because like who doesn't know of Britney Spears? Yeah. Like absolutely. It'd be pretty hard, but Speaking of people having more children. I was just going to say, I had a really good segue. I was just going to say, speaking of someone who says, give me baby one more time. (laughs) So good. (laughs) Nick Cannon is just 
<laughs> like Nick Cannon, I'm sorry, I cannot afford to send you any more baby gifts in, this year. It's too many. You've had four babies in a year and another one on the way. How many inappropriate jokes can we make with his last name? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, speaking of people who should be maybe getting some sort of birth control situation, uh, yeah. Nick Cannon has impregnated several more models. Um, <laughs> so obviously has the, the twins with Mariah, Mariah Carey. Carey. And now has like at least another set of twins, two other babies, and then a third and another one on the way here. I think the most shocking part is four of the seven. Okay, so he has six that have been born, one on the way. Four of the seven have occurred during the last year. Like, just think about that. Like, weren't you in COVID, Nick Cannon? Like, where were you going on all of these, like, these dates? (laughs) Also, like, uh, clearly not monogamous with any of these girls. But, like, he's posed in, like, paternity, like, maternity photo shoots with all of them. There was, like, one tweet, and I I loved it. It was, like, say what you want about Nick Cannon, but shows up for the maternity shoot. And it just had, like, the montage of all, like, six of these maternity shoots. (laughs) I just don't understand it. And you have to pay for all of these children. And, like, okay, I get your Nick Cannon, but you're not... Well, like, thank God the first two are from Mariah Carey. Like, true, so every, true. every December they pay for themselves, basically, as the royalties for <laughs> roll in there on. on uh... And, like, I assume when they split, like, she probably had to pay him spouse. Oh, for sure. Or, like, he wasn't responsible for anything there. But they, Especially because I don't think he was on, like, The Masked Singer or anything like that at that time. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think he was at that level. No, no. The he odd, had, like, like, Nickelodeon hosting gig, but... Yeah, and, like, a few songs, but nothing um, wild. Yeah. <laughs> so, but now he has, I mean, five to take care of himself. Well, with it's... the baby mamas, but... Yeah, I mean, you know, good thing he's on The Masked Singer. Like, he better better stick that out a bit more. He, he needs uh, some residuals coming in here regularly. right. right. <laughs> Oh, Nick Cannon. I mean, and he's only 40, which, like, doesn't seem that old. But I guess if you have two sets of twins, like, when I just think of having seven kids, like, that's spreading it out a lot of years. Yeah. Well, because he was younger than Mariah, right? Like, when they got, when they, I think, like, by, by a good amount. Yeah. Yeah. That always seemed like a very odd match to me. Yeah, because she's 51, and if he's 40, like, there's an 11-year age difference there. And they were together, like, a long time ago. So he was in his 20s, right? They got married in 2008 uh, and divorced in 2016, so. So, okay, so 2008, so he would have been, like, 28, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. (laughs) <laughs> Which is, like, the normal age to have children. Like, that's not weird. It's just that, like, Mariah was quite a bit older. So. Yeah. Um, but, like, you know, obviously, like, you know, usually when women get older, there's a bit more concern if, if they can have kids. And, like, clearly not a problem with Nick no, Cannon at that. Having, he's having like, no issues. Yeah. 
<laughs> there are no fertility problems coming in on these relationships. No. <laughs> Other non-monogamous relationships uh, for the third time in four years, Tristan Thompson was caught cheating and it's now officially over. I did see he wished her a happy birthday on Instagram today, though. And thanked her for always putting true first or their family first or something like that. Yeah, like, what was she supposed to do? Like, you're you're off Nick Cannoning all over the place. (laughs) (laughs) I did see that um, the red red table talk, uh, which the only time I paid attention to that show was when they had Jordan Wood on to speak her side of the story, which was the most boring thing I've ever watched because she clearly lied. Um, They wanted a daytime Emmy. Oh, really? Were you looking up the daytime Emmys for any particular reason? (laughs) No, I saw it on (laughs) people.com. And oh. I was like, oh, okay. Just, I thought you maybe had like a newfound, like, you know, respect for the daytime Emmys that you didn't have back when, when Max was winning awards. I mean, no, can't say that I do. <laughs> we'll forever be associated with, with Max in his Instagram bio. Oh man, well, good for him that daytime Emmy. Some not everyone wins it, so no. <laughs> <laughs> so good. What else happened this week in the pop culture world? I saw that um T Pain was having some emotional problems after after working with Usher. Oh which no. made me kind of sad. I do love T Pain his auto tune. I mean, he, like, made, like, the I'm on a boat song what it was, really. Right. right. Like, you couldn't have done that without without T-Pain there. No. He reminds me, like, of my university years. And, like, because that's when he came out with um, Bartender. And, uh, buy you a drink, yes, I think. Yes, buy you a drink. Yeah. Classics. <laughs> but, yeah, apparently Usher told him that he basically, like, ruined the music industry because he used auto-tune and uh it spiraled t-pain into a depression there which is really sad you know what like i will give credit to t-pain that he never hid really behind the fact that he used auto-tune he was very upfront about it we didn't have like um you know an ashley simpson like snl moment where but how can you like how can you say that T-Pain ruined the music industry he using auto tune? Look at like Kanye, like his like right. what was that last album that he did like before the the churchy one? Like it was like ninety seven percent auto tune, right? It's just I, maybe because he introduced it to the music industry, then he should be like a pioneer, like right. <laughs> right. And you know what, Usher, I haven't really seen you release anything good since your. Yeah. Let it burn phase. <laughs> I did love yet it, let it burn. That but you know what? That is fantastic, I have to say. I will say, though, that, like, Usher's, like, most famous song, which is probably, like, yeah, it was the, like, Little John and Ludacris part of it yeah. that made that song. 
I'm just thinking of the like <laughs> the ludicrous rap. <laughs> and I don't know if I should say it <laughs> because your mother <laughs> listens to this. <laughs> that I'm gonna hold the head steady. <laughs> Sorry, Kathy. <laughs> Don't Google the end of that lyric. No. <laughs> I love Luda. I mean, <laughs> we need more of him. We do need... What's what's Luda up to these days? We're going to need someone know. to look that up for us and find out some information on Luda, Chris. Right. He's circled Is back. he still in the Fast and the Furious? Honestly, I was just thinking of that because they just released, like, Fast 9. Yeah. That's probably keeping him busy, I suppose. So I assume he has some type of role in it because he was pretty big in those before. Yeah. So, you know what? Good for him. Love Luda. But yeah, Usher's no one to talk. Like, please move on. Yeah, exactly. Like, um, Well, should we cut over to, to sports or is there anything yeah. else you want to cover? No, I, I think we're I know good. we want to fully discuss our... Um, our dive into too hot to handle, yeah. but I think we're going to do that next week after we've, after Netflix releases the next set of episodes. Yeah. Let me just say season two is what everything that I needed from season one. Like season <laughs> there are, one. There is no like restraint in it no. at all. Season one, people like tried to pretend and like, for the most part, followed the rules and season two, everyone is, out of control. Like, they are going to owe money to the show after it's done. And that one guy is going to owe money to The Rock for wearing every single one of his outfits. <laughs> True. That's, I don't understand how, like, he's wearing a turtleneck, and they think they're in, like, what? Like, Turks and Caicos? Okay, so, like, I'm assuming it's at least the temperature that it is here in Calgary today there, and I am in, like shorts and a tank top and I want to die I am sitting with ice packs under my butt right now so that I can get through this recording because I cannot have my air conditioning on because it'll pick up in the mic <laughs> how is he wearing a turtleneck I know with the chain like and a jacket and a jacket in one episode <laughs> the only thing he's missing is the fanny pack which someone ship him one immediately yeah true I mean it's possible he did have one we only really saw like the top up of the outfit true. so it's, it's he may have had it <laughs> so true and he played in the cfl so i mean like basically same same yes i'm still does apparently so yeah go go alouettes <laughs> <laughs> the only montreal team that <laughs> speak, speaking of montreal teams uh the Habs have somehow made it to the stanley cup finals oh, facing just, off against the again, lightning again this year doesn't count last year didn't count this year doesn't count because it doesn't count because you're in totally different divisions. It's not the same. <laughs> well, I feel like my rationale is at some point a Canadian team is going to win again. And, like, it doesn't look like it's going to be the Flames anytime soon. Uh, Chucky wants out. We're probably losing Geo. Like, yeah. we're going to have to make Luch captain. Uh, Johnny's <laughs> getting traded somewhere. Like, right. I don't know. We're, we're on... We're on not the fast track here. No. So if we're not going to win it, someone has to. And, like, I would rather the world explode before seeing Vancouver or Edmonton do that. Yeah, like, that's definitely a big, big no. Yeah, me. Toronto would just be, like, insufferable. Like, I actually don't even really mind the, like, 
Leafs team as a whole. Like they're players, I don't mind. I think they're they're you know it's just like ninety percent of their fans. It's not even the fans to me. It's just the TV. Like I'm like I know they're your biggest market, but like if they're not <laughs> if they're not playing tonight, could you at least cover the teams that are like? <laughs> that drives me crazy and like I guess yeah like I've been out of Canada for so long that like I haven't been yeah asso- like associated with that market but or like yeah. it'll be like I don't know what day it was but there was like a, a video going around of like Justin Bieber and Austin Matthews like going oh to an they event went together. to the fight some fight and like, and Freddie Anderson was with them, and it was like the lead story on TSN, despite the fact that like I think the Habs had like won the series that night. There was like, you know, <laughs> I don't know, like probably someone in on another team like did like successful brain surgery, like who knows? But like them, these two, these players walking up with Justin Bieber was like the breaking news story, and I was like, okay, like we get it, we get it. Um, so and okay i think what also bothers me is like the chances that like a true toronto fan can even make it to a game are like slim to none because all these like business like corporations as well as like old-timey businessmen like take up literally 90 percent of their stadium like everyone in those bottom rows it's like all these men's men in suits or at least it used to be, and their tickets I don't were think, insane. I don't know. I went to a game there, like a playoff game, and I didn't have that hard of a time uh, but maybe getting playoff tickets. Games are, oh, really? Yeah. Like, I just went on, like, a ticket site and bought them. <laughs> like, I mean, they were expensive, but, like, not any more than, like, I would expect you to pay for, like, other teams in the playoffs yeah. kind of thing. But their regular season games are very expensive as well. Like it's yeah, but like I think that the I think that lower bowl in most of the Canadian cities are expensive. Like I wouldn't say like when we use your dad's tickets on New Year's, oh, I yeah, wouldn't say those, those are, are cheap. No, those are expensive, but their upper yeah. bowl is too. Yeah, yeah. Like it's not just like lower bowl. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, but anyways, I for me, it's like <laughs> if one of the teams is going to end the curse, like at least the Habs have already, they're the last team that won it anyway. So it's not like we're really in a different spot than we were before. True. True. But, <sighs> um, yes. But yeah, they, they're, um, we'll have to put our polls up to see what people are yeah. thinking in terms of who's going to win. I, I would really like to be supportive because obviously of my, anyone but Tampa stance. Um, <laughs> but man, Braden point looks like he's unstoppable. Tampa, this year. I watched, um, I watched their last two games game or no, maybe game five and game seven, whatever one they won eight, nothing. And then game seven. And they were just looking like it wasn't, you know, they're not going to let anyone. You know, what's crazy is like Vasilevsky got a shutout again in game seven. And that's like the fourth like elimination yeah. game consecutive elimination game where he had a shutout like not even like a win like a shutout that's crazy and it was the first time ever that I think a game seven has been won like one nothing or something like that no there's no way it's the first time ever that's what the U.S. announcers said so (laughs) maybe they're not studying up very well but like if it won like 11 nothing maybe I would have believed it but like maybe it was the conference finals maybe Maybe. Um, Still seems like a stretch, but maybe it was the, yeah, based on what he said. Who knows? Who knows? (sighs) Um, 
Did you see the Tour de France kickoff? Yes. <laughs> I don't typically watch the Tour de France. I don't know if kickoff is the right word to describe it. I think they call it stage one. Yeah. The pure carnage. Yeah. <laughs> like, All because of some stupid fan. Like, what was she doing? Like, she had this big sign that, like, <laughs> like stuck out into the raceway. And, like, it was, like, right at the start of the the leg. So all of the riders are right jammed together. up together. Yeah. And, like, basically, like, three riders made it out unscathed. Like, the rest of them are all just in, like, a 400-person pileup of bikes. And honestly, like, I can't imagine that hitting the pavement is, like, fun in their little spandex suits. Like, I assume there's a lot of, like, road rash going on. Well, the only good thing is, like, because it was so early, they weren't going going at, like, the speed. Yeah, like, it's, um... Like, I mean, and a couple of them would have obviously hit pavement, but a significant amount of them were, like, on top of each other, yeah, so I don't, and then, like, you got, like, like bikes and, like, crashes and things like that to worry about there, but... What do you even do at that point? Like, I, I mean, you hope that your bike is not damage so that you can just get back up and keep riding which a lot of them were able to do you also hope you're like on the top of the pile like yeah you're not the one at the bottom not so much for injury purposes but then it's like a longer time for you to be able to get up and get back on your bike apparently that woman like booked it out of the area though so they're like trying to find her now because like there's a big investigation open i actually don't i mean i don't speak french so i don't know what that sign that she actually held up said no i don't know either honestly if i was her i would just like change my name but like her picture like like her full face is in the video kind of thing so it's like that baseball fan I forget how many years in my head it didn't happen that long ago, but I'm sure it happened that long ago that reached in to the like the playing field and caught the ball mm, that like yeah. the outfielder would have caught and like, <laughs> caught like I mean I think he was I think he got a lot of death threats, which is obviously sad and he shouldn't have, but like what are you doing? Like, you only catch the ball if it comes into your area. You don't reach out over. That was the Cubs guy, right? Is that the one you're talking about? Like, way back when? I think. Either Cubs or someone in New York, maybe. Mm. Or Boston. I have to go back and look. But I just remember, like, outrage. Yeah, I think you mean Steve Bartman is, I think, who you were thinking of. And that was the Cubs. Okay. Yeah. That was, like, a pretty pretty famous one where, like, he caught it and then, like, it was, yeah, he, Chicago was leading, I think, the series and then they caught that and, like, it kind of turned the tide. Oh, and yeah. Okay. Obviously, yeah, they didn't it. win because the Cubs had the curse for so long kind of thing, but, uh. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's just crazy, like, how you, I don't know what she was doing, like, obviously trying to get on TV and, like success job well done <laughs> you did it well probably yeah probably could have figured out like another way to do that here so the only good thing is like i think the tour de france has like 50 stages or something obscene like that so yeah. i guess like hopefully these bikers can make it up well so many of them were in it that like it's not like it really created right. a huge just like discrepancy or anything like yeah. that but yeah it was I don't know, like, it just, yeah, people, bodies, 
I, I think only one rider ended up having to like go to the hospital to get like checked out kind Which of thing. Shocking. So. Like that's, uh, I would have expected more. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But so. that, that woman should go into hiding witness protection, <laughs> like perhaps some plastic surgery. Yeah. I don't think she will be, um, being invited back to any yeah. future. Tour Maybe there. she should have been wearing a mask and then <laughs> none of this would have happened. You know what's funny as I was watching, like some of the Euros and like all of the fans in in is it Budapest that they're that it's being hosted? I think Hungary? it's being hosted in different places. Anyways, it was all of yeah. the Dutch Dutch fans that I yeah. had seen. And they were like, you know, this was before their game before they lost here today, but um not a single person in a mask and i'm like i don't understand this or like, they have them on their chins like they're there i didn't even see those okay, like at least i would have been like okay they will recognize that they might need it at some point in time the um like portugal belgium game that i watched like they had a lot of them just had them like around their chins yeah um which again it's because I think you're, I, I don't know if you're, how Europe's like vaccination status is, but I, I didn't think it was like very, doing very great. Yeah. Um, I don't know. A happy it's... story out of the Euros though, that we didn't really touch on is, uh, I'm pretty sure Denmark won today. Yeah. And I mean, just pulling through for the, for Christian Eriksen. <laughs> Win it for Christian, I guess. Right. <laughs> Um, some other pretty groundbreaking news, not in the Euros and a different type of football, um, was in the NFL, the first active player to come out and say that they were, that they identified as gay, um, happened this week. I know. I'm really excited about this and I hope this is kind of a change for these sports leagues because, you have to imagine within like the MLB and the NHL and the NFL and NBA, like he cannot be the only active player. No. Um, and but I don't know. Being the first is will be hard for yeah. sure. And he did it. I don't know in such a great way where it wasn't. He wasn't trying to get any attention. He was trying to raise awareness for the Trevor Project. Like in his video, he he does like a short video thanking his, his family and his team and everyone who has supported him. And um, then in the subsequent Instagram posts, like announced that he donated, I think a hundred thousand. Yeah. And the then Trevor the L- NFL matched it, I believe as well. Yeah. And it's just such a contrast to how Colton Underwood, who was also in the NFL, like, came out in a more public. This is all about me and yeah, exactly. And like, Hey, I'm going to have a show on Netflix and all this stuff. And I don't know. I just thought it was really great how this guy. Yeah. Did it. And am I now a Raiders fan? Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So Carl Nassib plays defensive end for the Raiders. So yeah, that's kind of cool. I mean, it's, it's weird because like no one's even seen a Raiders game yet in Vegas. So yeah, I'd be curious to see his re- the reception there and everything like that. Uh, his jersey, which makes me like so happy, I think became like shot up to the top um, sold jersey, like on all these sites and the NFL.com um, within like hours of him announcing, which is yeah, amazing. Great. 
Because, like, I'm pretty sure no one else has ever buy, bought a defensive end Raiders no. jersey unless before. Unless your family and or yeah. dating them or something like that. Like, <laughs> it seems like an odd flex. So, good for him. Yeah, absolutely. I'm very oh. happy. <laughs> um, What else happened this week? Anything else you wanted to cover? Um, How's your reading no. going? Oh, I mean, blowing through books here. <laughs> What was your favorite one you read this week? Okay, first I need to figure out which ones I read this week. Um, I am. It's like hard the- when they're on the same theme and plot, like the, the <laughs> to differentiate them. I'm like, ooh, who liked who? I am liking. I'm currently reading the X Talk, which you um, already read, and I'm like at the part where she's trying to convince him to do the show. Um, so I can only imagine that as we uh, gain more fandom, we can convince two males to come on and co-host with us. And perhaps we will have a story similar to, to hers. Most likely. Most likely they do, they do um, you know, have to have a podcast together there. So Right. It, it was funny. I was reading a book this week and I was like, it got to that stage where like, you know, they had started having the like emotional connection. And then there was like, and I was like, oh, I'm only like 50 ish percent through this book. So, like, obviously, there's going to have to be a misunderstanding here soon. And then, like, <laughs> and then they'll break up. And then, like, there'll be some sort of like clarity around the misunderstanding. And then they'll get back together. Cause, like, it's, I'm too, I'm too early in this book for this, like, the right. romance part to like start and succeed kind of thing. I have <laughs> like, to tell you like the one that you recommended to me the British one their reconciliation was like too late in the book it was like literally the last chapter and I was like I don't have enough of the end story like I know I just want one more chapter of where they ended up in their lives right <laughs> yeah like you can't put just the like I mean and a lot of them do that where just the like the reconciliation is in the like, you know, end Last of book. Pages. Yeah. Like <laughs> if, if that, like sometimes it's just in the, like the PS part afterwards. Right. Kind of Can I get an epilogue? Here? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's the word I was looking for. I was like, what is the word? Is, an epilogue? is no. there a, is there a second book? Because yeah. I really need to know their life story afterwards. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, well, um, I'm sufficiently sweaty from having the AC off so that we could record this podcast. You need to get it back so, on immediately. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta turn that back on, and that means that I can't keep chatting because it's basically like a 7:47 is landing with the air conditioning <laughs> on. Okay, we have spoken enough, anyways. So we can end <laughs> it here. Bye, Jill. Bye. Talk to you later. Thanks for joining us this week. New episodes will be released Tuesday mornings. You can find us anywhere you listen to podcasts and subscribe. You can also follow us on Instagram at We Talk Extensively and on Twitter at Talk Extensively. See you next Tuesday.